Back from the Dead, this is Megan and Rosie, and you're listening to Unedited. Hey everyone, and welcome back. I'm sad to say that Megan stole my punchline in the whole Back from the Dead thing, because I was going to be like, Hi everyone, we're back from the dead! But I beat you to it, so um, I will also beat you to, after a month missing in action, we have returned to our loyal listeners. (laughs) Actually, it's been so long that I've gotten myself a boyfriend and watched him leave to university while I'm stuck in high school, so... uh, That's a lot. It's been a while. It has. I've gone to a different province, learned a couple songs on guitar, read about four books, and... Dun dun dun! Started school. Yeah, it's actually been long enough that my younger sister is starting high school this year, which is creepy. Oh yeah, how'd she like her first day? Um, she really liked it. I mean, I think she's gonna be the sort that really likes high school, so yeah. I'm not really worried at all unless she discovers boys. I mean, I'm sure she's discovered boys already, but I don't want to see her discovering boys. <laughs> so um, discovering. Present it should tense. be interesting. Yeah, I'm just not thinking about it. Fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. Yeah, but first day. First day, you know what? I am not so broken up about the fact that it's it was the first day of school. I'm more broken up about the fact that summer is over. Like, I had I probably one of the best summers I've ever had. Me too. And we're kind of wondering about how your summers went, so we'd always like to hear from you guys. Any cool adventures or anything fascinating? Any, any like, moral discoveries that you had in your heart and you're like, you know what? I finally realized that you shouldn't kill frogs. You know what? We should just leave it as a fill in the blank. Okay, fill in this blank. I finally realized that. And then email those to us. Yeah. Or give us a drop at our blog or on Facebook that you can, you know, reach us. Do at. that thing. Yeah. Holy crap, I can't speak. This is not good. I'm starting English tomorrow. I'm really glad that I have math second semester, is all I can say. Because I cannot do anything other than count change for customers. Oh, God. Oh, what a good segue. Oh, yeah. So, our topic this week. Our topic this week is basically about customer service. Me and uh, Megan both work in the industry. And so, the industry. Sorry, the service industry. Um, and we have a lot to say about it. We have some interesting stories that we want to talk about. Also, just a few like nitpicky items that we feel people should know. Well, I think we have found a way to teach people about customer service. We were talking about this, and we were thinking, you know what should happen? What, every, Megan? Every year. Everyone should be required by the government to spend one day in the service industry. That Just would one be day. the most smart thing ever I've ever heard come from your mouth. Well, what would happen Just is kidding. That <laughs> everyone would be forgetting what it's like to have to flip burgers or respond to the beck and call of customers or who are being unreasonable. Deal with people in yeah. general. And then they'd have this day and they'd suffer through it. They would suffer through an eight-hour shift at, say, like, A&W at the drive-thru. And Your I've... local convenience store. Exactly. They'll spend a night at 7-Eleven, and they'll realize, be nice to the people in customer service, because they are suffering and trying to get through this, like, minimum wage job. And I think everyone would be nicer. And I think that is a very smart idea. Even, like, even if it wasn't one day every year, even if it was, like, a week in their lives... 
like some people go without ever like having that first job because they've been spoiled their parents never wanted them to have a job etc etc like especially when you're talking to adults sometimes they look down at you like oh you're just a teenager doing a job that I could have did when I was five years old yeah and you're yeah you're an imbecile and you're being paid minimum wage so obviously you're you're not worth anything but the thing is we're doing the jobs that they don't want to do exactly like you can hire high school students for a summer and pay them nine bucks an hour to flip burgers and like that's it but could you imagine a 42 year like five 42 year olds trying to run a mcdonald's yeah and really what would they do like it's not like what would they do without us but it's kind of like would they want to do without us yeah like why are you treating people like crap when they're trying to help you and like granted some people suck at customer service but really for those people who really suck they have it coming to them Oh, yeah. they're being stupid. And really, customer service isn't a hard job. Like, you just kind of have to be in it. Well, yeah. Like, you doing ha- it. You ha- If you're trained properly and you realize that you are being paid to be here, even if it is poorly, um, that I think it's kind of self-explanatory. Just smile a lot. Um, follow the rules. And try and do what you can for the customer. I think... Basically... Sorry, yeah. go ahead. Well, I think you can assume most of the time that the people serving you are actually trying. Yeah. Like, when you're yelling at them, you have to know that they yelling. didn't it, They didn't do this thing that made you mad on purpose just to piss you off. You can kind of assume that they aren't, they weren't looking for a customer to yell at them. I agree, because it's stupid when you're being uncivil for the sake of being uncivil. If you're being at a job and you expect someone to do something, just expect that they're going to do it since you're asking them. It's yeah. not like they're out to get you. Stupid. Yeah. It's not like, like they saw you coming, so they're not, they're going to, like, do your food poorly on purpose. Like evil if, customers <sighs> are just, like, the worst possible thing. They're what you dread on a busy day. Like, you look outside and you're like, oh, today is a nice day. Everyone's going to be out at Heritage Park with their families and their little kids. And you're like, if there is that, just that one person... It'll just, like, turn your day down. Oh, yeah. It can ruin an entire day. And as much as, as a customer, you're like, yeah, they got my order wrong and it ruined my entire day. They had to deal with you. And then they had to deal with 15 other people yeah, exactly. exactly like you. And what you need to understand is when they forget your cheese, they didn't do it on purpose. They weren't like, oh, look it. I can mess with this person. I'll, I'll. I'm just not going to put cheese on. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, the, most of the time they feel stupid when they... When they screw up, really, I know I do. Yeah. Like, well, I make what, mistakes all the time. Tell me, work. Megan, what's your worst experience at work? Or, um, like, what was your worst day? Or your worst customer? Um, well, most of the time, my customers are pretty good. I get a lot of people who are really, really nice. And I stoop, if you're listening and you're a nice customer at Staples Copy Center, dude, I appreciate it. I haven't, I've yet to have someone actually legitimately yell at me, except for on the phone. And customers tend to be either much more more nice on the phone, much nicer, there you go, or a lot meaner because they can't see your face and they can't be like, she's a high school student, she's barely been trained for this position and she's making minimum wage, I feel bad for her. No, they are just pissed off. Like, I had this woman call and we have a purelator Dropbox. If you don't know what purelator is, it's like an express post, it's like FedEx. And so, apparently her package didn't get where it's supposed to be. Now the thing is, I asked her and we got, we she checked the address before it left and we got that right. And um, I can only assume that since it got somewhere, the purelator guy picked it up from our um, location all right. And the thing is, 
once it leaves our location, we have no control over it whatsoever. We don't touch it. We don't, we can't track it, nothing. But she still felt that it was appropriate to not only, um, yell at me, but she did this thing and I hate it when they do this thing, but they ask they you what your name is. They ask oh. me your name. And so she's like, what is your name? And I'm like, Megan. And I knew it was coming. And she's yeah. like, well, Megan. That's not good enough because I'd offered to call, um, to give her the pure later number or to call for her. And apparently, as she said, that's just not good enough. It's not solving her problem. And the thing is, it's not my fault, but that doesn't really matter when you're pissed off. And when you were telling me the story, it sounded like you were dealing with her with the, like, utmost civility. Like, you were oh, explaining it to yeah. her and you were even being like... I know that blah blah blah. It's, I, yeah. it doesn't it's not working for you, but our location blah 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 blah. And yeah. she's still like, "Well, I'm in a bad mood, and because I'm in a bad mood, I'm gonna make you in a bad mood, so that we can all be in bad moods together." Oh, by the way, this was like eight thirty in the morning, so it was a great way to start oh. the day. Um, I actually have one of those like, "What's your name?" stories, except it wasn't actually to me; it was for the hostess. Um, I work at a restaurant and. A lot of the times you would think that the server job is really hard, and it is, but the thing is, when you're a hostess or you're a cashier at my job, you are the first and the last people that the customer sees. So basically, if you're hostessing, it sucks because you get the angsty people who just want to get in and you're trying to do your job, but people are being difficult and being like, oh, 20 minutes, and you're like, this is a restaurant. What do you expect? Yeah. And apparently there was this one day where a customer came in and he could see into the restaurant and he saw that there were a couple of tables empty. And so Julia told him, it's going to be about five to ten minutes if you just want to wait. I'll just call your name like a normal restaurant. And he did the whole, well, how come there are tables empty and you can and like I'm not sitting in them? And then... Like, if I was there, I would have been like, well, first of all, would you like to sit at a dirty table? Second of all, would you like your server to come help you after 20 minutes? Yeah. But I wasn't her. And Julia had to deal with this, and he said, what's your name, Julia? Or, what's "What's your your name? name? And she said, Julia. And he said, well, Julia, just because of you, I have a bad day. I'm going to have a bad day now, and I'm going to go outside and try and find another place to eat because this is just, like, not good enough or something ridiculous like yeah. that. And it's just like, you know what? Five to ten minutes? Really? And the thing is, I think most people know how restaurants sort of work. And what you need to understand is if they don't seat you and there's empty tables, it's because they don't have the people to wait on those tables or they're not ready. Like, there's a legitimate reason. It's not just... You know, I don't like the look of you. I'm going to make you wait. Yeah, exactly. Ugh, people. And really, as a hostess, you don't really want to have people waiting because they just stand there and look exactly. at you. Like, why aren't you serving me right now? Exactly. There are reasons behind the... What's that expression? There's a method to our madness? Yes! Why yeah. do you read my mind like that? It's really helpful. <laughs> she's... Oh, sorry. She's totally doing the Baskin Glory stand. Yeah. Anyway, um, I guess that could bring us to our fake fact of the week, hey? Definitely could. So here it is. The amount of spit in your soup is directly proportionate to how bitchy you are to your server. 
Well, why else would there be spit in your soup? Exactly. I mean, what you need to understand is these people are preparing your food. Yeah. As an as a server myself, I would say my number one like pet peeve is when people are bitchy to me about the food. Cuz like I I'm fine if someone comes up to me and says, "Listen, like this isn't warm enough. Do you mind warming it up for me, please?" or listen, this salad is kind of wilty, can you please bring it back to the kitchen? Or, this steak isn't done enough. Like, do you mind telling mm-hmm. the cook so? But people who co- make me come over and, like, personally, like, on a personal level, is like, I want you to do something about this, because this is why. And all I want to say is, do I look like I run around all day asking people for their orders and then go back and cook their food and then run them out again? Yeah. Like, if you're going to tell me something about your food... Tell me and be nice about it, and then I'll try my best to get it for you. But if you're bitchy to me, then I couldn't care less about it. Yeah, exactly. It's like, you're making my experience unpleasant. Do I want to make your experience or more pleasant? I'm like, so. I don't even cook the food. So, like, why would you tell me? Yeah. It's like, it I'm just, just another part of the assembly line. What you And, I don't know, I think... It's a two-way street. Obviously, if you are bitchy in the service industry, you deserve all the customers being angry with you because you're clearly not making it any easier on yourself. But if you have a perfectly pleasant person and you just, like, put them down and, like, just be like, no. Yeah. Like, you're, you're not helping anybody. And despite the amount of people, like, granted, there are a lot of bitchy people in the world, but there are also, there. I think there are more good people. And, like... You see this a lot when you're working at Heritage Park because you get the really annoyed grandparents and parents who, like, just want to go home. And then you get, like, pleasant old people that are just like, hey, I'm just hanging out. And, like, people don't understand that if as long as you're a pleasant, like, things do not need to go badly. Like, when I'm so busy that I can't even handle, like, another table, I will go up to that table and say, I will be with you in just another moment. And, like... Yeah. Right? Like, and what the world can you doesn't do? collapse. Exactly. And, yeah. I Or just like, thank you for being so patient. What can yeah. I get for you today? When I say thank you to a customer and like they've been legitimately kind to me, I mean it. Like, if I've screwed up somebody's order at work and they do not flip out at me, I will say thank you and if and I will sincerely apologize and I will mean it because I know that, thing, that people can flip out over the tiniest things. Yeah. And... So, when you don't flip out, I'm genuinely thankful. And so, the moral of this podcast, be nice. I I would say that's our moral, be nice. It's not even like, try and be nice to the service industry or get a job or or any of the following. It's just, be nice. Be nice. From either side of the counter, just love your neighbor, folks. Just love your neighbor. From your good friends on the other side of the counter. Yeah. Just sending out a message there. <laughs> and I guess that br- brings us to our wrap-up. We have one more um, thing just to bring up. We have a friend who is starting out a new blog. And she has lots of opinions like we do. And she's a very entertaining writer. Right. The writer. writer. Thanks. And we just wanted to direct you over to her uh, blog. It's also up at uh, blogspot.com. It's Gumption. And the Bengal Tiger at dot blogspot dot com. We'll link it to you. Yeah, you don't on the site. You don't really know how to spell, spell gumption, so we're gonna send. What you a does link. gumption mean? Gumption is know. like, um, if anyone's ever seen the holiday, they use it a lot. But it's 
it's like a, a confidence and sense of um, being very outgoing and knowing what you want and going for it. Oh, okay, makes makes sense. Yeah. Um, speaking of the holiday, that reminds us. That reminds me of Closer. Me and Megan saw this movie called Closer, and it was really good. Yeah, you I love watch it. it. So uh, see it. Yeah. yeah. Basically, you know what? We should make those new segments. A, a vocabulary word. B, the movie of the week. Yeah, that'd be a good. That'd be a good thing. What do you guys think? Maybe you should email us, or maybe you should leave us a comment on our blog at Megan. And then podcast.blogspot.com. There you go. And then our email address is alwaysunedited at gmail.com. And so we would love to hear from you always. And we do that quite a bit. We're really sorry about being gone for like a month. Yeah, we, we had, really I had a couple people to. come to me and were like, oh, when are you? And I just didn't want to answer them because I felt so bad. Yeah. So if that's one of you... Then sorry we're we're going to try and make it as regular as possible, but we are going back to school, and so it will be interesting. We will do our best. That is true. So thank you all for listening. I'm Rosie. And I'm Megan. And this is Unedited. They weren't like... Oh, crap, oh there's God, my phone. The phone. It's okay. Pause. Everyone pause. Hello? It's an automated message from Scarlet High School. Wow. This was so worth it. Okay. So we're going to take They're a small They're inviting bot. all parents. No, it's okay. It's okay. They're just inviting parents to come to parent-teacher interviews. I'm, I'm hanging up on them. Beep. Okay. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we're going to keep that in, folks. Okay, deal with it. Um, we are? Yeah, we are. Sure. We're unedited after all. After right? all. Why wouldn't we? It, it's cute. I think it's cute. Um, so what I was saying was that 